This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDarren.com. Today is November 18th, 2018. And I think today, this is a rapid reaction podcast, of course. It's a Sunday. I think today is the day the Atlanta Falcons team, as we know it, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, that comp Dan Quinn, Thomas Dimitrov, that quartet dies. I think this is the day that team dies. But before we get into that, I want to ask your thoughts on something completely non-Falcons related. Did you see that the Cleveland Browns wanted to interview Condoleezza Rice for um the head coaching job? Say what? For what? They want to. Football players? Did she play ball or something? I don't understand. I mean, it's on ESPN right now. They want to interview Condoleezza Rice for coaching job. What kind of coach? That makes no sense. Head coaching job. Employed is it? Listen, why don't they get back to goddamn instead of trying to? How these bitches be part of everything? Why don't they just stick to goddamn football? That's what they need to goddamn do. They can interview Condoleezza Rice and they can play Colt McCoy with Kaepernick still ain't got no job. Fuck them. <laughs> so that was the non Falcons thing. So let's get to the Falcons. Anybody want to talk? I mean, I don't know how to set this up other than. I, I hope it ain't about to burn. I mean, really, I don't know how to set this up other than. The season is over. Would you guys agree that the season is over? Yeah, I go with your mo. It's time to start tanking. Pi, would you agree that the season is over? Yeah, I, I agree with y'all, man. I think start tanking. Just start uh, looking at the roster, um, setting everything up for next season, who's going to keep, who's going to let go. Uh, shit, but all that trying to back down the playoffs and all that crap, don't forget all that. It's over with. And the only reason why I'm saying that because these were the two gimme games on your schedule. We all know, we all been looking at the goddamn games. Cowboys are not a good team. Cleveland not either. You had one of them at home, and you went back-to-back losses. That's inexcusable, unacceptable. So who do you, who gets the blame? How do I, who gets the blame for this? That's probably the best way to start. I really don't know what to say. So normally I have, you know, we we don't even do any rehearsal or anything. We just talk. But I have an idea, and I can go with that idea, and we just kind of spring off of that idea. So we're going to always do the same thing, the grades, and who stood out and who didn't. But I don't really even know because this type of game, this was more of a real NFL-type game than we've seen in the past. We're kind of back and forth, back and forth, selling for field goals, No, very conservative, ultra-conservative, actually. This is like kind of more the NFL you knew. I don't know if you loved it or hated it. More running the ball, Ezekiel Elliott. One I knew and love. No, it's the one I love. It's, the, it's in the, It was real in the field. Yeah. What this is a real barometer. Somebody getting dogged. <laughs> what this is is a real barometer of what your team is. You play these kind of game, it show you what kind of team you Eight, man. It show you what kind of team you got. And so this one showed you truly what the Falcons are. They are as trash as, they, as you think they are. And that's what they are. 
Side note, another thing that's not Falcon related, just to breathe here. Lamar Jackson got his start. He probably had more goddamn running rushing yards than he had passing with his motherfucking ass. I mean, he'll get them. Uh, hopefully, they'll give him a shot to get them. That's probably the best way to say that. So. Right, because they always think they got a fucking wide receiver who can throw himself a quarterback that can run with these crack of coordinators. But... Well, I mean, that's another story for another day. Completely agree. Let's spin this back to the Falcons because actually – I'm so disinterested in the Falcons right now. We can almost talk about anything else but the Falcons, but we owe our listeners a little better than that. So, Yeah, you're right, D-Man. The, the, to me, the blame, I think it go around to everybody. Coaching, players, every, you could you could just pick an area and you'll be right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, play calling with the coaching and stuff is bad to me. Uh, personnel is bad. Uh, and I understand we got hurt players, but it, it, we got certain players that be out there, and I'll be like, man, I should I put the referee in before I put him in? <laughs> he should never touch the field, but it's it, it just a lot, man. And then we're not a very good come-from-behind team. You know, we, we got to play ahead. We we don't handle adversity good. So, it, you know, that stuff like that shows you what your team made of. When you can get down, come back, fight back into a game and win, that shows toughness and, and able to stay in a lot of games that you can do that and the will to win. We don't have none of that. So that shit comes from the top all the way to the players. Our coach, uh, head coach, uh, defense coordinator, offense coordinator, all that stuff, man. Everybody's to blame in the way we've been playing. It's just horrible, bro. It, it's horrible for me from top to bottom. I think that's a very elegant way of putting it. I am – how do I say this? I'm – I'm very disappointed in the organization. And I uh, we had this discussion last week on our reparation when we had the full crew. And, you know, half of the room was broken up into Dan Quinn needs to go and the other half was broken up into why he went to a Super Bowl. And my point with Dan was, and my point now is, it gets no better than that. He showed us the best he had. And I used the pumps analogy. And I still agree with that. He talked all that shit had eight pumps. And I decided to let him go again. Then he lasted four. Like, it gets no better. And, like, we're on a consistent trend down as an organization. And you said it so well, Pothead, from the owner to the general managers to the stars to we don't get it done when it's time to get done. And that's not something that could be coached. That's not something that could be learned. That's not something you're either born with it or you're not. Or you have it as a court and you and you don't. This court does not have it. There's a reason the Patriots find ways to win games. We find ways to lose games. There's a reason Sean Payton and Drew Brees, even though they don't have one Super Bowl, that you can trust that brand to a certain degree. Mike Tumlin, Ben Roethlisberger, too, and a reason you can't trust us to a degree. We were talking about Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. I think we, I, I was on text message. I want to say with double R or something. Mike McCarthy is what's holding Aaron Rodgers back. You can see Aaron Rodgers could be so much better without Mike McCarthy. Here, there's nobody holding nobody back. This is the length and breadth of this group. So, I mean, I don't know what you do after that. I agree. And at some point, somebody somebody has to go. Something has to be done. You can't just keep going to the next season like, we'll get them this year. We'll get them this time. Uh, we almost there again. Like, this shit is just ridiculous. And what's crazy about it is it's really just six losses now. It's still games to be played. But because how they look and because how inconsistent, we was talking today this morning when you and I, we went and got brunch. And we was like, do they win against the Cowboys? 
That's really should be like, hell yeah, yeah, and they at home, of course we do. Cowboys ain't shit. Both of us, both of us was like, well, who knows with the Falcons? And then consistent as they are, they'll probably lose this motherfucker. They'll dis- when I got to call you, like, it's going to be a disappointing game anyway. And sure as shit stink. It was a disappointing game anyway. Like, this shit is ridiculous. It's like they play with no pride. They play with no heart. They just no passion, no will. They just suck, man. And they, they just a reflection, just like Shawty said in, in, in uh, Remember the Titan. Attitude reflects leadership. They just they just a reflection of the leadership. They're a reflection of Tommy Dimitrov. They're a reflection of Arthur Blank. And they're a reflection of Dan Quinn. That's why we'll never go nowhere. So let me ask you this. We all saying it's time to tank. You sound like you have me and Piehead are more kind of firm in that belief than you. Cause listen to you talk, you still have some belief in them as a core. And you've always thought the Falcons were an ultra talented team. How do you see it now? Like, cause when you say somebody got to go, I'm sure, are you implying somebody on the field or somebody coach on up needs to go? I think coach. See, coach I, GM needs to go. I think that that's where me and Pia, you correct me why I'm wrong. I think me and Pia are saying it needs to be coach and people on the field need to go. Like this team, that, for me, Pia, what you were saying? No, there's some people on this team. This is me. There's some people on this team that need to go without a doubt. Well, I mean, but one of the things I want, one of the things you've been touting for the past two years, probably ever since the Super Bowl, that this team is super talented. And you know, I've always been like, I don't think they're talented as you say. I think it's a bunch of names and not a bunch of talent. So I think you look at the the sum is greater. The sum normally it's the whole is greater than the sum of the parts, but it's actually the opposite case. In this case, the individual parts are greater than the whole. And so, See, like, I mean, these folks got a whole bunch of talent. This is why it comes into coaching. You have to have a coach who can get this shit right. So even today, and it may be because the Cowboys were bad, but they write they righted some of the wrongs on the defense, and they finally getting it to where they don't have to score forty points a game. But the offense is not clicking. The offense only scored nineteen, and last week the offense only scored what 16, 14, somewhere in there. Something's going on. Something's wrong. Yeah, but you can't come out and you're scoring almost forty, and you're losing. Get that side of the ball right now. You not now you can't even score twenty against two teams that's not even all that good. Well, I think so. I think that we're Cleveland. I I think we're not giving Dallas enough credit. I've been watching Dallas because by God, oh, they're gonna force feed you down America's throat. They're gonna force feed them down America's throat, and that's side note. That's a problem with that. Teams like Dallas win, they just suck them up way more than anybody else. It Dallas gets more head than the Chiefs, the Rams, and some other team who's good right now. And the Saints. Dallas win one. Dallas is what? Five and five. And they'll talk about them like they won 35 straight games. They're just five and five. Calm down. People. That's the problem with media. Like, you just named the Chiefs, the Rams, both of them 81 and the Saints. But we're looking at the Chargers now. The Chargers are seven and two. You wouldn't even know it. But you watch Dallas every fucking week. So, so I think that my from my standpoint, I think it's the opposite. I think Dallas is okay. I think we're not giving so I think we're not giving them enough credit. And Lord knows the media gives them too much credit. So I think that they're a decent team. I would give them C minus D plus. But I think the Falcons are in the same range. The difference between them is that they can give their bell. Their bell cow can get the ball without relying on anybody else, whereas our bell cow has to rely on other things or whatever. So. 
I don't know, D. I, well, but like more me and you were saying, though, it, it's got to be players and it got to be coaching coaching changes and player changes. I see so many people on the defense that need to go. Once we get our full healthy starters back, they need to cut a lot of people on defense, a lot of people. And they need to cut a couple of people on that offense. A couple of offensive linemen need to go. You need to cut um, – uh, well, actually – that's the main thing is a it's couple of offensive line. Yeah, offensive linemen. You know what I'm saying? And then figure out what you're going to do with Freeman. Because we can't, we ain't going to be able to keep Edo Smith. I think they're probably going to let him go. No, you can keep Edo you know, because he's on the contract, but you can't keep Coleman if you keep Freeman. Oh, okay. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. So, it's, so who would you, you know, keep? Like we said last time, I, feel we, I think me and you're in agreement about that. It, let Freeman ride. I'd rather keep Edo and um, Coleman. I do too. You know what I'm saying? Just let that ride. But that defense, though, man, we got to cut a lot of cash, man. I don't know how Duke Riley, I don't care how bad we are at linebacker, I will put a assistant coach out there. <laughs> he never needs to touch a football field, bro. I don't even know how he's a football player. Cause he, boy, Jesus Christ. Him and that, that, that sorrow offered and that true fun and good God, man, them, them guys are despicably horrible. And they do this thing now that I've been telling Cat Home about. I even told my sons about today. They they do this thing when they come up and they make a they they either make the play or they're going to get a pending. Nine times ten they get the pending. They don't know it's a flag on the field. They just hop up and do that little incomplete sign every single damn time. Stop right there. They ain't even in the play. Sam Sam stopped by podcast. Get Sam stopped by. And we were on the podcast, and we were talking. And, like, one play, the ball hit Alfred in the back. He didn't have his, he ain't, he wasn't even facing the ball. And the dude wound up, I mean, he knocked the ball down with his back, and he got up, like, incomplete. And we were like, you weren't even looking at the ball to make a play on the ball. It just hit you in the back. So, like, exactly. what are you jumping up for? Just, you know, you can just, it's okay to just get up and walk back to the huddle or walk back to position. And, like, they don't understand it. And see, that, and see, that's my point exactly. That's exactly the play I'm talking about. To me, that carries a spirit to the team, like you playing good defense or, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, we doing all right. No, we actually not. I don't understand how the defensive coach, the defense coordinator, who or whoever deal with our secondary, what is it about coaching these guys about getting their head around to play the ball? What? When you see them do that, why are you not in their ass? Because that's not good play. You're going to get more penalties than plays. It, it, it's proven. You know what I'm saying? That's why we're at the bottom against the pass. That's why we're at the bottom against the run. Because you always got your back to the ball. You don't play defense with your back to the ball. You learn that in Pop Warner. You can't play with your back to the ball. But they do it time in and time out. Then they got the nerve to get up and do stuff like that. That shit pisses me off so bad, man. I'm like, bro, you not... Y'all not playing good defense. This this is not encouraging. <clears throat> but to add on to y'all, the only thing I said so we don't get on the ramp. The fuck did you celebrate? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Because you do that shit, did play, but you got burnt three plays before and four plays after. So why the fuck are you even drawing any attention to your ass? What a white boy burnt that nigga so bad? That cracker, you. What that that play? Neasley, but they call they told us a jerk route, like us. It was a Z route, man. That cracker, man. Trash. No athleticism. Them boys were trash, man. 
They trash. Now you talk about need to go. Both of them bomb at corners need to go. And they do need to do some coaching because, like I had text, we're not a Vic Beasley fan, but he shows glimpses from time on. Like today, he shows some glimpses. He got two cents. But he trash. He ain't about to be get what he going to ask for. So I think I'm way more extreme than both of y'all. What you say? What you say? I don't think I'm way more extreme than both of y'all. I don't see how you keep the Matt Julio combo. I don't see how you keep. I don't see how you keep the. It's it's like seven people. I don't see how you can come back, run it back next year with, not including coaches and GM. Huh? Hold on, John Gruden. I'm not getting rid of all them. I'm saying like, how can you come back with? How can you come back with? Hold on, let me ask this question. How can you come back with the Dan Quinn, Matt Ryan, Julio combo and, and believe fans to believe in you? Because we still got fans arguing about Rico should play. Yeah, but like even you, you think this team is supremely talented. So how can you come back with that combo and justify next year? I feel like I feel like they have to get rid of to me, barring the injuries, they have to get rid of the coaching. Because like we mentioned, they probably will when Rico, Ricardo Allen get healthy. He probably will come back and start. And they probably will drop KZ to a third goddamn cornerback. Because that's the kind of fucking coaching staff we have. So they're, my, they're the biggest problem, like you mentioned today. You're seeing a football game you haven't been seeing in, in times past. We haven't seen a game like this. To me, this fed my football so. And in a game like this, he got outcoached by Jason Garrett. So let that sink in for a minute, okay? So now let's break down some of the game, Walt. You take the point on that so we can drag these folks and not get them too much time because the fuck ain't worth our time. Now go ahead. Go ahead and start off. Because it seems like it's somewhere you want to go with it. So go ahead. No, there's no way. I just, they're not worth us. They're not worth our time. I mean, I, that's how I feel. So I'm trying to get into Right now, yeah, I, I'm trying. Cause y'all know sound enthused about it. And at this point, we're not enthused with the way because they play the way we sound. And so it's reflect. It's just fed up. I don't see how any fan could be gung-ho about it. I seen a friend of the podcast, Dre High, on the Instagram. They ain't even tell him. Man, it's not that nigga was begging today. Hey, man, y'all come on, man. I get that win today, for real, y'all. <laughs> we got to get that win. That's how Atlanta fans are, man. I'm sick of this fuck-ass Pussy ass, trash ass, weak ass, soft ass team, man. I'm sick of the bitch ass owner, the bitch ass coach, the whole ass quarterback, the whole ass cornerbacks. I'm sick of them. I'm sick of all these bum ass motherfuckers. I'm surreal. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be dead ass. We said it, and you're right. We said it after that he was 28 3 and they lost the Super Bowl. I'm done with it. I promise you. Once the Saints come marching into this motherfucker, and they win the Super Bowl in Atlanta. I'm definitely done being a fucking Falcon fan. I'm not about to do that shit. Put that on wax. I'm not about to go through the 28-3 shit and have the fucking Saints win in your building. What? No. I'm not doing that. Uh, boy, what? My man, boy, my mom didn't rain no food now. So this is just indicative of the kind of team that they have. It's lackluster. It's trash. I think we differ on the same thing. I, I, I still just feel this time. I think it's time. I think we're the Sacramento Kings post the loss to the Lakers. I think it's time to break this up. Like it's not Chris Webber, the team. Yeah, like the problem was they tried to keep one or two. You break that shit completely up because that core, 
nobody's young enough to keep around out this main court, except for on offense. Like, like no superstars are in are young enough to keep around to justify keeping around on de- on offense. So on defense, the de- like so this would be the nucleus of the Falcons in my, my mind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, this is the nucleus of the Falcons in my mind going forward. Ito Smith, Tevin Coleman, Calvin Ridley, <clears throat> Tack, Grady Jarrett, um, Deion Jones, Campbell, the boy from Yale, Keanu Neal, and KZ. Like, that's your core of people right now. Right. And, like, right, right. And, you know, a couple of linemen here and there. And Hooper can be in there. But now you need to fan out. And get more people. I don't see how you can come back with. We believe in Matt. We believe in Julio. Like none. They didn't get the job done with Mike Smith. They not getting the job done with Dan Quinn. So coaching is a part of it. Yes, I would give everybody that. But there's also some motherfuckers on the field who don't get it done when it's get it done time. When it's money time, they don't come up money. And so I don't know how you can keep looking at this group in totality and not holding the people who make the most account. <laughs> I think I think you don't. I don't think you fire Dan Quinn. I think you moving the defense coordinator. You you fire uh, what the defense coordinator? Marquez Manuel. Fire Marquez Manuel. You go ahead and let goddamn that drunk ass Sarkeesian go. They go. Yeah 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 yeah. See, it's getting too iffy. It's really getting too iffy down the stretch. He started off on fire. He getting iffy. First season, like you said, I can tell you because it was first year. He fucked up. But he started getting groove on it, so he getting iffy. But even when it was tight, they had they scored. They had went down, they scored. They just left time on the clock for the defense. Listen, you and you right. They did what they wanted to do. I still don't trust Sarki Jack. And Darren be getting that nigga grade week to week. We get him grade week to week. We ain't sold on him completely. I'll grade to that. What you need? What was Sarki? What we need to do? Oh, we got to hit Sarki. There you go. Uh huh. <laughs> but uh, I think you got to do that right there. You got to bring a head coach in. You got to bring a head coach in like a uh, right, like Mike Tomlin. You got to bring a, a Mike Tomlin in or somebody like a. Uh, trying to fight his ass now, man. Not, not when they six and two, they not. He got it together like he told him he was gonna do. So you bring see that battle tested coaches. That's what you need. You, you need somebody to take control of the team, make these hard decisions when they're trying to make these hard decisions. And understand the moment of the game. I think that's Dan Quinn's biggest problem right there. The, the moments of the game, like who even used to say, and he still say, the moments get too big. So he'll make these decisions and leave you like, what the, why the fuck are we doing this? Oh, why this, why that? And you know he let it. When he see issues like when it comes to the defense or the offensive play calling, he need to say something to the coaches. Now, not not like how John Gruden did. Now, with that leg and that he wouldn't. Hit, um, hit the defense code with the goddamn paper tumbles. You need to, but like you said, they went in no shootout. They were getting blowed out anyway because the offense was moving the ball. So that was, I, I'd have been like the defense, um, the defense be like, hey, bro, we ain't in no shootout. Don't tell me who these goddamn paper going to be a fight over here. Like Shannon said, he right. But not like that, but I'm just saying, though, you need you need to be addressing things when it comes to the defense, especially the defense, because this is his uh, expertise. He's a defensive coordinator, so you know what I'm saying? He was a, th- a damn good one. So you got to got dang on. You got to put your hands on that more. This offensive side of the ball, we can't keep stalling out the way we stall when we play these tougher teams. Because these are the teams you got to prove yourself against. 
Not the teams you should be. Like like I just said, we just lost two games back to back teams you should have beat. So we underestimate people and talking about some we weren't ready for that. That's bullshit. It's NFL, you gotta be ready for everybody. I'm gonna tell you, let's let's go this way. Key players in the game are key things. As you seen, I was talking about and let's go some of the reason why I was saying what 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 were some of the problems. Did you look and see who was on the D line or what? Like substitution packages we were doing exactly. late game. Did you pay attention to that there? Um, not as much. I, not as much. Cause I was kind of, I kind of disgusted at the game. I was looking, but like, I wasn't like I was disgusted at the game by that point. We had plays in, the, in that last drive that our line did not have Vic Beasley, Tap McKinley, or Grady Jarrett on the line. Exactly. But they, so I will. So I think they were getting whipped on the line. The cow Ezekiel Elliott did what the fuck he wanted to do. So I, I, I see it a different way. I see I see Dan Quinn is mismanaging but trying to manage. So I see them as trying to manage the D line, but they mismanaged it. Same thing again with the timeouts. We did not have timeouts to stop the clock at the end of the game. Where the fuck were the timeouts going again? Like I saw the timeouts this week, but why? Like in that type of game, it's like he had no foresight or whatever. You saw me texting us in the group. Why are he? Why is he burning timeouts? The fuck was he doing? There was no reason to do what he was doing. And then us let that clock run because you run against defense. You're helping them out. It's crazy. Man, mismanagement. Mismanagement is a is a low term for what he was doing. He was fucking up. Say it again. We, 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 we was in a tie game. Burn the clock. I don't want to. What am I calling timeouts for? I don't need to help them. Worst case scenario in a in, in, in situation like what happened today, the, the, uh, the clock go all zero, we go to overtime. I'm not going to keep stopping the damn clock every time they run the ball. I'm getting them tired to set up plays, what they're going to do next, what they're going to do on second down, third down, whatever they need to do. And they still got their timeout. So why am I burning mine? That's why I was looking like, good God, man. <laughs> this is, to me, it's not his cup of tea. He just, this, he can't do it. So set us up here, D, so we can get out. I mean, it's nothing real to set up. We all agree Dan Quinn needs to go. I think more people need to go. So is that coach? Well, we going to grade the coach? Yeah, we're going to get to all that. Let, you want to start with that? Going to get to that session. No, go ahead. Finish your thought, then let's get to that session. Because fuck them today. I mean, it really is disinterested. Long story short. I think it's time that everybody's held accountable, not just certain people. And on the field, off the field, I think it's everybody. So let's go on and get to the grades. Let's zip. I think we want to spend most of our time on coaching again, but let's zip through offense and defense. So we'll go with offense. I go first. I mean, I get offensive. I, I get offensive C minus a D. Again, the red zone troubles, warriors. I think we. I go with you. You know, I think we should throw the ball every play. But the flip side of that is when you have a, a rhythm runner like Tevin Coleman, he always be close to getting in rhythm, but he can never get in rhythm because we don't give him the ball three, four, five, six, seven times in a row. So, like, I just get offense a C minus a D. I just think they're off and the play calling's off. I'm going to give him a D. For last, and it's going to go for last week and this weekend. I'm going to tell you why. I was going to say C. Kevin Ridley, Julio Jones, Sanu, Tevin Coleman. Sanu Matt actually Ryan. played good. Who? Sanu actually played pretty good. 
Yeah. Sanu, Hooper, uh, Edo Smith. Way too much talent. Way too much talent to keep having these problems for Too much talent. I'm giving them a D. <clears throat> Some have to say better than this shit. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, D. I'm going to have to give him a D, too. Uh, I seen some packages out there where they put really back there running back. I don't know what Sarkeesian keeps seeing to put really running back to do this goddamn toe sweep now. He's been doing it lately. And every single time I've seen him do that shit, really fumble. Quantus Kelly, that motherfucker got hand problems. Yes. That's, that's not going to really. He fumbles a lot. Yes, he does. So he packages like that on offense make me sick. That the fact that they'll put really back there for that. Um, I'm li- I've been looking at Jake Matthews a lot. He's a horrible tackle. He he allows uh, what is what is his name? Tackling Dutchman for Dallas. Uh, Vander. Oh my God! That, that that one play where he allowed him to just stand him up and make the tackle on the wide receiver on the wide receiver. You an offensive lineman, man. You eat linebacks for lunch because you're bigger than him. This is what you do for a living. But it's just horrible. It's a, it's horrible play calling. Horrible. From top to bottom, so yeah, I, I'm 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 gonna have to give him a D. All right, what about defense? I go first. Defense B. Oh, you give him a B? Go ahead. I give him a B. <coughs> the hell! And again, going reflecting back to the Super Bowl, the defense not even supposed to be the stronghold of this team. I you look at the cap. 70% of the cap money is on the offensive side of the ball. Defense is also hurt. The defense ain't the one who's supposed to be holding this team in the game. It's supposed to be the offense. Yet, continuously, the defense is holding everybody up. They only gave up 13 points in the fourth quarter. You can't keep your defense out like that. So I give them a B. I go pie, I say you last. I give them a C. I think they did an average job. I think it was, you know, Blit Breezy sold some flashes. I mean, they still get. They still aren't getting enough consistent pressure or pressure when it matters. And you know, we are strong where we are strong at where we where we get. So basically, see, you know, I wasn't impressed and I wasn't happy for the, what they did. That I wasn't sad. So I give it a C. I'm gonna have to give them between the C and the D. And I'm trying to figure out which one I really want to give them. I'm so sick and tired of that guy. Them offering true fun. They blow it for me, bro. They blow it for me. They are horrible in the secondary. They are the main two ones back there in the secondary that has this goddamn incompletion thing going on when they constantly getting burnt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, KZ, the youngest one in the secondary, ain't nowhere near how they are. He just made plays. They don't make plays. And they get up celebrating harder than this man do. The difference is I don't see no corner in the league. And I've seen corners before shy away from contact. But I don't see nobody like dang. Yeah, that, I don't see nobody shy away from contact like true fun. It's almost a steal. Yes. That's why that motherfucker do not mix it up, period. Nope. And that, that's why like I said between the, like I said, D they they were average. I'm not impressed. Not one goddamn bit. Uh, uh you know, we got Vic Beach like that not being nothing. He got two sacks today. <laughs> nothing. And then got the defense coordinator, um, I keep forgetting his My name. Way, he ain't worth goddamn remembering. <laughs> the, defense, the defensive packages that he brings in for our defensive, uh, the defense to be in. Oh, like, stop right there, stop right there. Because he nails on there. 
Why the fuck? And I've been saying this for years. Why do you ever do three down line? And then that's some bitch to pull that shit out when it ain't even 20 yards to go. Like, if it ain't more than 20, 25 yards, I wouldn't even consider it. I would never run it. But I wouldn't even consider it. They were like third and twelve. He went three down linemen. That's that prevent shit. Man. And when you're not getting no pressure to begin with, right? And, and, and you're, both of y'all are right. We're not getting no pressure. And instead of us dialing up blitzes, we'll start dropping off linemen or having them in coverage. Like this shit is just stupid. But that's coming up with the coach. Matter of fact, go ahead with the coach. Well, special teams, real quick. Can we all say special teams gets a, a lease of BRC? Let's just say you agree on that so we can get the coach. Yo, as long as they have Hardy back there, I, I, I'm, they're going to always get by the D with me. But Matt Bryan, Matt Bryan is the MVP of the team, so I, I can't give him Matt Bryan. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. A B. All right, goddammit. A C. All right, so we give him a passing grade. So let's get the coaching because this is where most of the media is on this. And we've already kind of pre talked about it, but. It's so many things wrong here on both sides of the ball and at the top. Firing the coaching staff will give excitement, but I think that that's a red herring. I don't think that's the ultimate solution. The ultimate solution is to fire everything. Like, coaching is horrible for different reasons. Now, I'll let you guys talk about what reasons, but the coaching gets an elf. Long story short, for me. I'm. I, I left that uninspired. I don't see hope for the future. I don't see hope for the present. And I see why we fucked up in the past. So, that's, I mean, I see why we failed in the present. I see why we failed in the past. And I don't see any hope in the future with this staff. So, that's it for me. Yeah, I'm with you, D. Uh, coaching definitely get a uh, There's no... There's no improvement. I don't see them studying game film to make adjustments on offense or defense. Well... Uh, what we got to improve, um, we're not battle-tested to – we don't have plays for certain certain positions, you know what I'm saying? So, like, me and Calhoun was looking at the game one time, and they, we was, like, second and 15 or second and 20. Not saying that we should have, like, plays to go over 50 and 60 yards, but you should have a 20-yard play. You should have a 15-yard play. We don't have that. We try to uh, wide receiver screams and fucking draws and the dumb shit. Uh, we got a coach that a head coach that's watch that watches this from the sideline and just not saying that no emotion no nothing get in front of the camera he oh so we just got to get better thing I'm getting sick and tired of hearing that shit uh, I'm getting sick and tired of looking at it it just like you said I'm uninspired here I don't believe none of this stuff it's the thing with bad pussy with a v with VD with damn. It's terrible. You got two mediocre, at best, mediocre coordinators with an ain't-shit coach. Can't work like that. That's terrible. This motherfucker's over there like Mr. Magoo managing the game. That's why he keeps getting out managed. His timeouts are ridiculous. Situation of football, <laughs> laughable. His coordinators, I think, puzzling. And you and both of you are right. There is no hope for the future. Especially if they can if they continue to go this route. For some reason, they think this is the route to go. If they think they they come out this year and don't shake nothing up, but they had a fan base who will allow them to do that. You can't do that shit in Philly. You can't do that shit in New York. You can't do that shit in New England. 
We can't do that shit in Dallas. They allow that shit, man. We keep allowing bullshit to take place. And I blame the fans for allowing this whole ass shit. Coaching is terrible, man. Point blame, period. It's not enough that can be said about it, so I'm going to hop on. It literally trash. It's, t- it's terrible. And, and you know the Falcons are going nowhere and they're doing absolutely nothing. Period. So, let's go on and wrap up with this. We promised the fans we would do a rapid reaction every week. Do we need to modify that and still do a rapid reaction, but just make it quick because it doesn't really matter at this point? Should we modify the format? Yep. And depending on how these bombs keep looking, might say, fuck it. And we'll just uh, take requests from one or another team. Let, hey, let's start watching another team, man. That may be the that may be so if they lose again. That may be the other thing. Rapper Ration will just say, "Hey, maybe five minutes with the Falcons, and then we may take on another team." So and then go around the league and see in the in the shape of football. We like we did, go back to picks and kicks almost or whatever. So yeah, because this shit is trash. Ain't no sense in studying this goddamn trash ass, garbage ass, hoe ass, soft ass, a goddamn erectile dysfunction ass team. Fuck them. All right, any more thoughts on the fact before we wrap up? Because I'm completely un. Oh, listen. Uh, yeah, I have one. What? Fuck them. Go on and tell a friend. Tell a friend. Nah, let's go on and do like we always do. How worried are you about the Falcons? I go ahead and start. I'm a zero. The season's over. I'm calm, cool, and collected now. My son done already failed. <laughs> but you already know, D. We said this last week we had the full house. Tank the season. No way. Been over with. You know what I'm saying? This just confirmed it. Fuck it. Who gives a shit? Fuck them. Ain't no telling that. Fuck them. Who gives a fuck about it? Fuck them. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Digital Darren.com. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend.